Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sorry about that. Okay. So, Joe Biden, incredibly, Lee, mm-hmm. going forward, it's just so hard to believe, going forward with this absurd idea that we're going to mandate um, by 2032 that 67, almost 70% of cars sold in America will be EVs. It's not going to happen. Well, I, I got it. It, it, I don't know what they're going to do, but yeah. it, they're they're going to implement this in March. This they're they're not backing off this. They're going to implement it in March, with uh, fourteen billion dollars worth of fines for manufacturers who don't want to go along. President Biden's EPA will be enacting new emission standards starting next month that could be costly for the auto industry. These new regulations come with President Biden's goal of pushing the EV market share to 67 percent by 2032, even though they only made up 8 percent last year. But major car manufacturers don't think the standards are feasible and they could face fines as high as 14 billion dollars. Well, see, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that report. It's not the manufacturers that are going to pay for it. It's going to be us, the consumers. But we're the ones that always pay for it. Yeah, it's and it's, it's kind of wild. I mean, when you have 4,000 dealerships sign a letter to Biden, say, look, we can't make this work. I mean, we can't sell it. They're not going to buy it. You've got stories uh, for months now about these cars sitting on dealerships. You've got others who have stopped selling them, stopped making them. You've got billion, multi-billion dollar losses around these vehicles um, right now before even trying this. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's untenable. The only way forward, okay, in their mind, I'm not saying this will work, but, but I think this is what they're thinking. And when our side, our side covers this, we're not really explaining it very well. Um, is there's two parts to this. There's the emissions part for gas-powered right. cars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they're going to put ridiculously high standards. Mm-hmm. And I think what they think they're going to do is make gas-powered cars so ridiculously expensive yep. that you will beg the dealer for right. an EV because yep. you have no other pr- choice. Exactly. And I think that's why they're going for They think they'll do that. It's, it's funny how they can figure out how capitalism works when they have to. Yeah, but here's the problem, and Front Page Mag brilliantly nailed this, um, and they go through the analysis of it, okay? 51% of Americans right now cannot go and buy a new EV. They cannot because they don't make enough money to qualify for the loan. So even if they want to overspend on the car, they can't. It won't work, right? So if your plan is to raise the price of gasoline-powered cars above the cost of EVs, 
and 51% of Americans can't buy an EV now, mm-hmm. then you're just going to have a big fleet of cars no one right. could buy. Right. Whether gas-powered or EVs, it doesn't matter what they are right. because no one's going to be able to buy a car. They'll sit on the lot. They'll sit on the, all of them yeah. will sit on the lot. And then it gets to what you're saying, Lee. I mean, I, you can't qualify for the loan. What are they going to try to somehow pass a law? Oh, I know. Maybe they will executively order that everybody gets to pass the credit check yeah. to see yeah. if they can afford the car. I mean, I'll, I don't. Maybe I'll, they can I'll do get that. I don't loan forgiveness for car loans like they're doing with with education. Loans. Well, you know what? You bring that up. I think that's what's coming. Oh, Did you gosh. know how um, the auto manufacturers, the the automakers union, the um, oh, what are they called? Uh, it's the auto faker, automaker workers. Yeah, the UAW. Thank you. Not at Auto Workers Union. It's Friday, Lee. Yeah, I understand. It's yeah. Friday. I need my glass of wine. Okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the UAW bizarrely endorsed Joe Biden, right? Yeah. Even though, as reported on Fox News this morning, the leader of the UAW admits, yeah, most of my people who work for me, they're like not voting for Joe. They're not going to listen to us. They're, they're going to vote for the other guy. Right. If you do this, if you are the president and you do this, you're going to lose those auto workers. We already heard Sean Fain say, hey, I'm endorsing him, but I know my workers are going to go with the other guy. So what does that say? If you're looking at a state like Michigan as a very important swing state, if you do this, you're just completely tone deaf to what the workers need. Yeah. And how important really is that endorsement? How much weight does it have if the president of the United Auto Workers already said, yeah, we're going to endorse him. But the thousands of workers in our union might not even vote for President Biden. What- Something else that Fain is doing, mm-hmm. and and this this came out about a month or two ago, and not a whole lot was made about it, but he said, hey, we're targeting these non-union shops, which he's talking about BMW here in the upstate. Yeah. He's talking about Volvo down there on, on the coast. He's talking about the, the plants in Alabama and Mississippi where some of the uh, – um, Korean and, and Japanese makers are making vehicles here in America. That's the things he's talking about. The reason he's going to do that is so that they can then take that money. If they can't get the workers to vote Democrat, they can at least take their union dues and send it over to the Democratic National Committee. Yeah, and I mean, to even have a prayer of doing this, manufacturing these affordably, you'd have to take all this manufacturing overseas anyway. And see, that's what Ford's talking about. In our business news report, they're saying, hey, with this new union agreement, we're going to have to reconsider about where we put our plants. Maybe we're going to have to go south of the border to build those pickup trucks. Even there, though, I still don't think they can build them cheaply enough that Americans can afford them. I mean, you're talking tens of thousands of dollars that they would be raising the price of gasoline-powered mm-hmm. vehicles so that EVs um, you know, can can compete with them they're all just gonna sit on the lot which again i think is the goal i think that they want each family to have one car not two i think they don't want us to drive i think they want us to take the bus and i think they're doing uh, to cars what they what they're doing to food as we talked about in the segment yesterday they want to make it prohibitively expensive so you only consume the absolute bare minimum for survival well guess who guess who else is planning on baking some plants in, in mexico China. They're talking about trying to place electric vehicle manufacturing plants in China. Why do they want to, I mean, uh, in Mexico, why do they want to do that? Because then they have access to the North American market and then they can get hold of some of the subsidies. Oh, that's where I was going, subsidies. I think that's next, actually. You know how you've you've mentioned subsidies twice? Mm -hmm. I think the reason they were able to get Sean Fain to endorse Chairman Ho is because they have a deal 
after the election, right? Because mm-hmm. the Greens aren't going to want to see subsidies of cars before no. the election. After the election to make this work, I think you're going to be su- see subsidies per EV of tens of thousands of dollars. I'm talking new subsidies. Yeah. Um, or in, in because there's no other way to do this. The cars will just sit on the lot. They'll stop making the cars. Even you take it down to Mexico, you can't. I mean, th- these companies are losing already thousands and thousands of dollars on each EV. You can't even make that work if you use practical slave labor. I mean, it's just, it's not going to work, especially not down in Mexico. Um, so where they can come up here and work. So, I mean, it's just, it's not going to work. So what they're going to have to do is do what they're doing with education. Like they're going to have every EV government's going to have to pay half the price with printed money. Yeah. I, and there's no other way to do it. And, and they're going to also have to have government mandated or government subsidized charging stations uh, and increase the number of them. And uh, they're going to have to do something if they expect to be uh, successful in this. They're going to have to do something about making them more reliable, too, because that's a large part of the problem. There are tons of these things, but so many of them, other than the Teslas, have a very horrible record of not being available or not working properly if they work at all. The Tesla superchargers work pretty well for the Teslas, and they're pretty reliable. That's, That's all the information I've been reading and looking at for years now. They've got a pretty good system. It's doing pretty well. That's why so many of the manufacturers are converting to their style of uh, charger port and their type of charging stations. But uh, so many of these other companies that are out there that have done that, many have gone out of business, and the ones that are still in business uh, have a very bad reputation. And uh, I've just read so many reports in these car magazines and truck magazines where they try to recharge vehicles. It's not working. Um, it, you know, there's, there's problems with it connecting. Um, they, they just can't get things to work or, or to charge as quickly as they claim that they will yeah but i mean still shocking i mean to to to, and to think you're going to take a market of cars right you're going to tell americans what car they're going to drive eight percent are currently evs i can't get over this stat and joe biden by the stroke of the pen is going to mandate that that 67 percent of new cars sold on lots in america will be evs by 2032 Listen, I will will say this. I do think that there is a much greater likelihood that we will see more electric vehicles and and those be accepted. And honestly, from a from a capitalistic standpoint, I've got no problem with that. That's fine. However, you want to power it, whether it's diesel or hydrogen or electric or gasoline or whatever. From a, you know, my standpoint, I don't care. Let the marketplace decide what we want to do. But that's the problem. It ain't the marketplace deciding. It's government and it is the the green agenda. That is driving this whole thing and not reality and not market forces. Texture rates hey, Tira, Don't forget the story in Georgia about the company that makes the batteries for electric cars, letting people go because electric cars aren't selling. Another texture rates hey, Tira, One more detail on Biden's EV agenda. Not only will cost of gas vehicles go too high to purchase, the next will be going after auto parts stores to get rid of replacement parts for your older gas yeah. Oh, yeah. vehicle. Yeah. Texture rates, Tara, people can always carry a gas-powered generator in their truck to supply their electric car on the road. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. That's, that, you'd still be gas. But I don't know. Anyway. Uh, and Texture rates, many of us will just keep repairing our old cars as long as possible. These mandates will backfire. Oh, you mean like in Cuba? They do that in Cuba. Yeah. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning, because it's always a good morning when it's a Friday, right? Because the next day is Saturday. All right, Fannie Willis, I can't hear it because I'm on the air right now, but I can't wait to go back and listen to it. Fannie Willis is back uh, testifying now about the affair she absolutely had and perjured herself lying about. Do you know who Fannie Willis is? Laura Ingram was just aghast. She's watching this yesterday. These, these are, this is a county prosecutor, okay? A county prosecutor in Georgia and her, like, cheating boyfriend. This is a woman who homewrecked, stole another woman's husband. She's flying all over the world with him. He's still married. I mean, this is, you want to talk about trashy. And they do it on the taxpayer dime. What happened here, the background of, of what this whole thing is about. Obviously, Fannie Willis is persecuting Donald Trump and passing it off as a criminal prosecution. Here's what they did. She gets money to pay the team from the county. It's county dollars. And she hires him, the boyfriend, but pays him more than the other prosecutors. She also hires to go after Trump. People who actually have RICO experience. He doesn't. He's just a family lawyer. But he gets paid more than the others. And then the way their scam worked was they take all these lavish vacations together after she overpays him. So the testimony yesterday was about her claiming, oh, you know, I reimbursed him for the vacations. In other words, he wasn't laundering the money I gave him, it, you know, when I was overpaying him compared to the other attorneys. No, 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 no. I reimbursed him. So obviously the lawyer's asking, okay, well, where are the receipts? Well, she says, why well, pay for everything in cash like my dad taught me? And the other aspect of this is she's claiming, oh, I didn't start the affair with him until after he was working on my team, right? In other words, I didn't hire my boyfriend and then pay him more than the others in order to launder the county money through. Well, one of her good friends, who I guess isn't her friend anymore after this, one of her good friends 
came into court and testified and said, no, sorry, under oath. Uh, th- this th- started in 2019. In other words, she brought him on board uh, in order, be- because he was your boyfriend, the legal argument would be she brought him on board in order to ha- to have him help her launder the money for these vacations they took all over the place. Wine tours, Belize, stuff like that. So that's what's why it's so critical to the case because the argument from the lawyer for the Trump clients, not Trump himself, but it's one of the others who is uh, being persecuted by her. The lawyer for that person is arguing, you know, this whole Trump thing is just a scam. This whole court case is just a scam so she could get ex- the extra money, hire the boyfriend, and they could go run around the world on the laundered money. But she doesn't. She doesn't have any receipts because uh, she claims she paid him in cash. She says she paid him in cash because her daddy told him told her never to depend on a man and to keep lots of cash in the house, which is, I guess, how you don't depend on a man or something. But to give you an idea who these people are, her father was a radical Marxist Black Panther. These are not average people with average American lives, uh, believing average American things. Take a listen, Laura Ingram, last night. Who is her dad? Very close and takes a lot of his advice. Well, this from the September uh, 23rd New York Post, John C. Floyd III told academic researchers that he considered police in his native L.A. in the 60s to be a, quote, occupying army. That was nothing but trouble. Floyd, now 80, also called a prominent white politician of the era a Texas cracker, and he suggested that he believed conspiracy theories that Malcolm X was assassinated by the CIA. Does the radical fall far from the tree? Yeah, good question. To the Car Pro text line 71307, Tara, it's fool's folly to believe that we can single-handedly save the planet by switching to EVs. It's the modern-day equivalent of throwing a virgin into the volcano to appease the climate gods. Yeah, the, but they don't, these people don't actually believe in climate change. They don't. They don't. No, I mean, would Barack Obama put his mansion on Martha's Vineyard, like right up to the water? No, they don't believe in climate change. This is all about forcing you to live where they want you to live, which is inside a city that they control. This is about removing your mobility. This is about making it so the average family can only afford one car. This is about making the average family poor. So you are more dependent on them, on government, and less of a problem to them in terms of managing and controlling you. It's all it is. Uh, Texture rates. Um... Why are you shocked that the attorney was laundering money? That goes on all over the world. Attorneys, politicians all do it both sides of the aisle. Well, why am I shocked? Well, it's not normal. It's not legal. And to do something like that when you're under the level of scrutiny you're going to be under if you go after Donald Trump in an act of lawfare is just stupid. And then to lie about the start date of your affair in an affidavit that you swear to under penalty of perjury, which carries a criminal penalty. And if you get the criminal penalty, you lose your law license. That's really stupid. Why would you do that? Because you believe you have liberal privilege. Didn't you see that yesterday on the stand yesterday? It's just, it's what it looked like. Now, remember when Fauci said, I am the science? Like, screw all of you with actual virology backgrounds. Screw all of the world's foremost virologists. I, Anthony Fauci, in the science, and it will be what I say it is. Or you won't, you'll lose your job if you don't risk myocarditis by taking that shot. That doesn't work. I am the science. 
That's what she was saying yesterday. I am the democracy. Me, I have liberal privilege. And folks, they might not use the word liberal privilege, but they understand that they have it. She understands that she has it every bit as much as those street thugs in New York City who, because they were disrespected by an NYPD police officer, beat him down when he asked them to move on. They threw him to the ground and they kicked him. Why? They have liberal privilege. Did you see what she did in court yesterday? People do not behave in court this way. They don't. The judge had to take a five-minute breather because she's screaming that it's all a lie. Nobody behaves in court that way. Normally, the judge will sanction you for that. You don't get to yell that at the opposing attorney who's, who's cross-examining you. And he went easier on her by just recessing for a few minutes. She thinks she has so much privilege, she can launder the money, she can shake the county down, she can hire an unqualified boyfriend, she can lie about it in affidavit, and none of it will stick to her. Why? She has liberal privilege. She believes that she can do what she wants. It is no different from these Trende Aragua gang members operating in New York who have claimed territory. And when anybody questions them, they beat them. I was explaining this to my daughter yesterday, how we haven't seen this before. We were we were hanging out together and she was she, I was saying, like, we've never seen this. Like normally in America, when a cop says, hey, move on, you don't beat the cop up for disrespecting you. Normally, when you're in Macy's and you're shoplifting and you get caught by the security guard, you you know, you drop it and you run or you run out with it. You don't stop what you're doing and beat the security guard. But it happened twice. One of these guys did it at Macy's and another one of them who's still running around did it at JD Sports in Times Square. Both cases, same thing. They were questioned by the security guard. That is disrespect. They're used to operating in controlled gang territory, which New York is. And to me, that one of the craziest incidents this week, the 15-year-old, because he was disrespected by the merchandise loss prevention officer, opened fire on her with a 45. Think about this for a minute. He could have just run, take the clothes. I bet he's faster than her. He's 15. He's in good shape. Looks like he's not fat. He could have dropped it and walked out. But he shoots her with a 45 or tries to actually hit a tourist from Belize who was in serious condition. Why did he shoot her? Why would you do that? She wasn't threatening him with a gun. It's about disrespect. It's about liberal privilege. It's about where I come from. My gang control the, controls the streets. We own the police and we take no disrespect from the police. Fanny had the same attitude. In court, listen to her. Your house, I know you classified one as house and one as condo, so I'm trying to use those terms. So um, what there's been more to understand is because of this case, I got to move. And so I, I need to... If you could ask a more precise question. Yes, please, give me the time period that we're Mr. talking Mr. Wade about. visits you at the place you laid your head. When? Has he ever visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear, because you've lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in. Right here? I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth. Judge, and this it, is, it, it is a lie. It We're is gonna, a lot. Right, Ms. Willis. Mr. Sano, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Be back in five. And then she says, as Fauci said, I am the science. She is the democracy. If you attack her or question her in any way, you are attacking democracy itself. Yeah, I very much want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be Not here. so much that you're hostile, Ms. Willis. It'd be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Ms. Merchants. Thank Ms. you. Merchants' interests are contradictory. Contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. If you question me, your interests are contrary to democracy. I am the democracy, just like Fauci is the science. It's unbelievable. 
They even speak in this freaky way Americans don't speak. They're authoritarians. They don't think like us. Keep your eye on what is going on in Atlanta. As this is another Vanuela's story. 1,200 homes have been stolen by squatters in Atlanta. And Fannie Willis is claiming she could use a combination of laws to prosecute these people. She won't. The police department's down more than 1,000 officers because they de police, so they just don't respond to, to squatter calls. So if you leave for vacation and you have a nice home, you will not have a nice home when you come back. Someone else will be living in it. Listen to this. I mean, this, this is just Democrat-controlled America. You know what this is? This is the next logical study. It really is. When you're talking about retail theft being tolerated, what is the next theft to be tolerated? Homes. I'm serious. Headline, handyman turned squatter hunter says Atlanta squatter crisis, terrorist act that need, that calls for the National Guard. A handyman turned squatter hunter said squatting laws need to be reclassified as an invasion or terrorist act. As unwanted residents continue to wreak havoc in Atlanta area houses, turning homes into drug and prostitution dens. They just seize them. No, and we had the uh, interview last week from a guy who lives in Buckhead um, about how Brian Kemp, the governor, needs to step in because Fonnie Willis won't do anything about it. Neither will the police, i.e. the mayor. He says, um, if we redefined it as a terrorist act, that would enable us to send in the National Guard to sweep that whole neighborhood and get the 1,200 houses clear. This is America. Said Flash Shelton, founder of the United Handyman Association and SquatterHunters.com. That's what needs to be done. If we don't stop it, it's going to get worse. Atlanta is facing a squatter crisis worse than any other metro in the country with about 1,200 homes being taken over, according to the National Rental Home Council trade group. Homeowners have few options to reclaim their property, given the authorities won't help. Pursuing a civil case can take many months, he says. My advice to Atlanta property owners would be the same as... Uh, to any property owner, first of all, know your laws, know your rights, and think safety. This is your house. I understand this, but the property, it's not worth your life. He says homeowners can get arrested trying to evict squatters, uh, and he advises people to always first call law enforcement, but he says often they don't respond. Um, that's the mayor there, and they say they're just too understaffed because they depoliced. A lot of police fled, and they can't get the recruits like they used to. They're down more than 1,000 officers. So, I mean, it's, it's no man. It's a jungle. Atlanta's a jungle. If you want to own a home in the Atlanta area, good luck. You can't leave your home. Someone's always got to be there or they'll take it. That's crazy. That's just nuts. But this is where they've been going. This is what they've been working up to. Remember the San Francisco Chronicle article on this? It was about whether it is moral to resist burglary. Maybe we shouldn't resist burglary because if you have stuff and the person taking it from you doesn't have it, is it really fair? You need to look deep inside. I'm not kidding. That's what the article said. You need to look deep inside yourself. Do you have too much? Do you have privilege? Well, maybe we shouldn't resist burglary. 
This is Marxist thinking. This is not soft on crime. I explain this all the time. This is Marxist thinking. Why? In the USSR, one of the first things they did was seize all property. They took everyone's property. The property became the, the property of the state, and they moved people into people's homes. So if you were a family that had a three-bedroom three house, it was, you know, average middle-class house, well, guess what? Now you get one bedroom, and then they move people into the other bedrooms. They took property that way. This is the Marxist mindset these Democrats are coming for. This is not soft on crime. That's not what this is. This is redistribution, Soviet style. And they, they can do it by just hands off. Hey, I'm Fannie Willis. I'm too busy prosecuting Trump to go after these squatters. Plus, there are voters. I'm not going after them. That's her. He said homeowners can get arrested trying to evict squatters. As soon as law enforcement says there's nothing we can do, he says, then I would say reach out to me or someone like me because there are alternatives besides spending a year in civil court. He said, after law enforcement couldn't help, let me fix that sentence, wouldn't help, Shelton, who calls himself the squatter hunter, spent days dissecting laws around squatters' rights. He managed to get rid of the women within a day on one of his client's properties by drafting a lease agreement with his mother, designating him the legal resident resident of the house, then took over the house when the women stepped out one day and barred them free from reentering. So what you're hiring him to do essentially is to sit on your house and wait for them to leave uh, and then he goes in, changes the locks. And you guys sign a lease agreement that you hope will stay, what will hold up civilly in court. And he's saying, these people get violent, don't confront them. When they steal your home? In October, a 4,000 square foot, five bedroom Atlanta home was taken over by squatters who ran an illegal strip club inside on weekends and kept horses. On the property, neighbors told WSV-TV. Ultimately, the FBI arrested uh, four people residing in the trashed home. Folks, let me ask you a question. Why does the FBI have to come in? For I mean, I am shocked they responded, oh, these are Democrat voters in, in good standing. I mean, they're criminals, i.e. Democrat voters, so I don't know. But, um, but why would the FBI have to come in? Have you ever heard of such a thing? Because the local liberal leadership has deliberately paralyzed the process. Another Atlanta resident discovered squatters had broken into her home that she was selling. She said there was prostitution, drug use, and $30,000 worth of damage was done to her home. There's violence and weapons, and not to mention the fact these houses are turning into drug houses, Shelton said. They're bringing that element into these neighborhoods that may not know how to adapt or handle a situation like that. There are safety risks for children, elderly, anybody else in the neighborhood. Of course there are. The handyman said the scale of the Atlanta crisis makes it unique and that it is going to require a National Guard response to take back territory. What does the theme of this show become? This is what the left is ultimately doing in these blue areas. They are ceding territory to any potential Democrat voter who wants it, be that cartel uh, or just criminals. Just, just criminals. So this is what Fonnie Willis does when she's not persecuting Trump. Rolling into the weekend. You know what's amazing to me from this week, just looking back on it? The absolute hysteria over Russia putting nukes into space, basically. Nuclear 
delivery capabilities into space anyway. Which, I mean, yeah, it's, it's very concerning. I hope we have something to counter it. But we've known about that since this summer. It's not new news. But yet they whooped up, those defenders of the deep state, whooped up hysteria over it. Well, literally, we, we I mean, we, we find we're, we're taking in 18,000 Chinese illegal immigrants just in the last three months. Nobody cares. Shattering records for terrorists at the border. This new article is unbelievable. It just came out. More terrorists caught in the last four months at the border than the entire four years under Trump. They're, they're just streaming over at this point. And yet you look at the, um, you know, Mike Turner, the guy who's the head of the Intel Committee uh, in the House, a Republican, and he's screaming and yelling, Russia satellites, oh no, emergency, emergency. Well, it's not an emergency, but I mean, it's bad, but it's not an emergency. And then I'm watching the news, very sad news, and remind us Russia is not a free place. Alexei Navalny, Russian opposition politician and Putin critic, has conveniently died in prison. He was just 47. He was a fierce warrior for freedom. God rest his soul. And as they should... The media is all over this. This is a human rights atrocity. People have been following him for a very long time. He died in prison. That's the convenient way a lot of the people who criticize these strong men go. Try something. Google American journalist died in Ukraine. Just Google it. You'll find some heroic tales, some American journalists, a couple of them who've died on the battlefield. Uh, there. But you won't find anything about Gonzalo Lira. You won't. Gonzalo Lira, like Elon Musk and Jack Posobiec, who is the editor of the, the um, uh, Daily Signal, and Tucker Carlson, all on a kill list still in Ukraine. They got Gonzalo. You paid for that, by the way. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. They tortured him before, and he said if they caught him again, once they let him go, they'd kill him. The last time we heard from him, he was trying to cross into Hungary. He didn't make it. He died in prison. He was an American. And our regime is fine with that. So I just find it interesting that they're covering this as if Russia is this horrific human rights bastion, but ignoring the murder of an American journalist telling the truth about what's going on in Ukraine at our expense. Nobody talked about it. Why? Because it makes it too clear, not too much of a difference really between us and Russia in terms of how our governments are run. Have a great weekend. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 